Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock, the bookseller's publisher. Find out more at deepoverstock.com. You're tuned in to Late Night Poems Radio. We drink and we write and we call it poems. It's part improv, part game, so let your words flow. Now, it's nearly midnight. Come on, let's go. Hello, you're tuned in to episode 7 of Late Night Poems Radio. That's P-O-M-E-S, because there's no I in poems, but now there's a me. That (laughs) me is Mickey Collins, and my co-host, Bobby Eversman, is learning Chinese. Bobby, how would you translate late night poems into Chinese? Or, if you want to get the booze in there, you could say, There you go. What more do you want? (laughs) That's awesome, yeah. I don't know what else I'd want. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Uh, Well, on every episode of Late Night Poems, we drink, we write, and we play poetry games, and we invite you to write along with us. That's right. Each week, Bobby tries to think of one funny thing to say. Never quite gets there. But every episode, we have a new theme and play three games derived from that theme. So, Mickey, what is tonight's theme? Well, tonight's theme is the public library, but we can't get started without our fellow poemists. Who do we have joining us tonight? Well, Mickey, this week we have a very special night. We have three other poemists joining us. The first is a man without checkout limits, Ryan Sprinkle, everybody. Hello, good evening. How y'all doing? Fine, Ryan. How are your library finds? Minimal. Um, I got I got hooked up during quarantine with the uh, Libby app, so I've been doing my libraries on a little uh, e-reader that we got for free off of the internet, like like Internet Salvage back in the day. It was a it, what was it called? Yertle. 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 <laughs> it, was, it was this thing where you just you just traded you just traded garbage in like a barter system on the internet, uh, and we acquired a lot of really cool stuff. Um, and one of them was an e-reader that I never used until quarantine <laughs> and then it was like oh this is the perfect way to get more stuff to read that sounds a lot better than garbage as an e-reader yeah that's pretty <laughs> that you're e-reading garbage i just mean material things like oh. items that garbage lamborghini <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping that the e-reader was named yurtle and whenever you would lose yeah. it you'd look under the couch saying yurtle yurtle where'd you go it is confusing because it, it's the same name as my turtle. So I'm like, when am I looking for one? I'm looking for the other. I can't read a turtle. Ryan, what are you drinking tonight, by the way? Uh, I'm drinking a margarita. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a drink that was named after a uh, a town called Margaritaville, USA. Wow. Yeah. Did Jimmy Buffett name the margarita? Is that what you're saying? Uh, I believe he's mayor of Margarita Town. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the mayor of Margarita Town. I read my e-reader all day. Margarita Town. Margarita Hill. Okay. Who's our uh, next poem, Mickey? Yes, our other poemist is the one using the library computers to play Oregon Trail. Please welcome Hannah Collins. Hi. Um, I actually... <laughs> not use my computer my library computer to play Oregon Trail I used my at-home computer for that because I had a hand-me-down computer so sorry what about do you that. use the library computers for then 
Um, I don't know. I don't think I ever really went to the library. <laughs> oh no! Sorry, everyone. We have to kick out Hannah from tonight. Uh, yeah. From disqualified. I hate Sorry. books. <laughs> I hate books. Says the former bookseller. Mm-hmm. That's okay. well, I Hannah. never read a book in high school. Oh, sorry, Mickey. Go ahead. No, no, that's good. I was just gonna move on to uh, Hannah. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a white wine, as I usually do. Mm-hmm. As you hate the library, swirl your and wine. I drink white wine. <laughs> I'm not saying I hate the library. All right, that's a little. You're putting words in my mouth. We'll You're see. putting wine in your mouth. <laughs> Our special guest tonight is a writer based in Portland, Oregon. He is an editor for the Deep Overstock Literary Journal and a co-host of the Deep Overstock Fiction Podcast. When not writing or editing, he can be found at the Beaverton City Library. You won't see Hannah there, where he finds much inspiration for his writing. Please welcome to the show, Z.B. Wagman. Thanks for being here tonight, Zach. Thank you for having me. Zach, you did a project where you wrote one short story every day for a year. And I wanted to ask, what was the experience like? What did you learn from it? And if you were going to do something like this again, what did you learn from that year process that you would bring with you now? That is a fantastic question or series of questions. And I'm looking at all here. Sorry. What? I see a lot of question marks that I wrote. That is technically three questions. <laughs> um, let's see. So I learned from that process quite a bit just about writing and what it means to like wake up at 5 a.m. every morning, hating the morning. I am not a morning person, but it was the only moment in the day where I could guarantee myself time to write. Um, so I learned, I learned that about myself, that if I want to really get anything done, I have to get up at 5 a.m., What's, what's going on? Why I don't get anything done. <laughs> I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. What, what's going through your head at 5 a.m. when you're trying to get yourself to go right? Yeah, mostly it is, why the hell am I doing this? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Where's my coffee? Who drank all my coffee? Can I make more coffee? Can someone bring me my coffee? <laughs> Can someone That's... pull me out of the bed? Yeah, basically. I, I hate, hate mornings. As anyone who knows me can attest, I am the worst in the morning. And yet, you know, I got up almost 365 days straight (laughs) and wrote a short story or a poem. Damn. So when you were doing that, would you set yourself a time or would you just know that the short story or poem was finished? Um, I would... I would write it until the end. So like I would get up at five and usually start writing by five thirty, And then usually around seven o'clock was when the rest of when my partner would get up. Um, so that's when I would stop writing and hopefully I would be done by then. But usually I would then go back to it at like 11 o'clock at night um, to finish it. Wow. That's pretty cool. So you, you would be the editing or just writing the ending at 11 o'clock? Oh, there was no editing. Oh, there, cool. No. Anyone who read any of those saw a million mistakes, uh, some nonsensical endings. There was obviously a point in a lot of those stories where I was just done and just stopped. <laughs> well, I mean, that's what we're kind of all about doing for 
late night poems, you know, just getting more content and just continuing to do it. Yeah, I, it was after that, or maybe in the middle of that, where I finally accepted the term writer. Like I finally felt comfortable calling myself a writer. Cool. Um, like the up old- until that point, I was just, you know, it was something I did for fun, but I never really committed to it. And then I did it every day for a year. And I feel like I can call myself a writer now. Yeah, that's quite the, the gambit to go through. <laughs> Damn. And after finishing that whole year, you said that you did learn some lessons. So what would you, if you're going to recommend this to someone, what advice could you give? Um... I think my advice would be, if you're going to do it, commit to it, but Mm. also realize how much of a time sink it is. I started it on a lark, and I'm a very stubborn person, so I followed it through. Um, And it was definitely worth it for me, and I think it would be worth it to just about anyone who wants to be a writer. Mm. It was an amazing process, but just know that it does take serious commitment. Yeah. Waking up at five every morning without mm-hmm. thinking. And it also meant like every holiday on my birthday. Mm-hmm. It meant like any time I was taking a trip or camping, right? Like I always had to bring something with me and commit some time of that trip or of that holiday to writing. Wow. I think that's good to keep in mind too, because it's very easy to say, oh, we're all on a trip together, but you really have to commit, wake up earlier than everyone, do an exactly. hour. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Nikki, I think you got a question about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just to stay on this for a second, I mean, like, I can't even do NaNoWriMo, you know, like a month. I can't even commit to that. So, congrats, because that's super cool. I can't imagine a whole year. Thank You're you. I, I don't hold much stock by NaNoWriMo. I have to admit, I have judged some people harshly in the past about NaNoWriMo. Oh, yeah. Um, for me, it was, like, I specifically chose short stories over novels because, one, I knew whatever I would write would be crap anyways, so mm-hmm. it might as well be short crap that maybe someone read to, will read to the end. Um, but also, I felt that that way each day I could bring something new to the table, so I wrote in a lot of different genres across that process, mm-hmm. which was really fun. Very cool. We should do something like that, like do our own holiday where every morning you get a text and it's like okay you got to write an 80 slasher okay you got to write high fantasy you know every day that would be fun that'd be cool I'll try it for a month yeah uh well to switch gears here for a second it's got a couple shorter questions for you um so you work at the library but like why like why uh what makes the library fun or good like convince hannah why we should go to the library? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> Hannah! It's okay if you don't like the library. It doesn't I... mean we can't be friends. <laughs> I love going to the library. I just never did when I was a kid because I honestly I don't even know where it's if we even had a library in my town. To be honest, like that's yeah, how small that's... my town was. That's totally fair. Um, <laughs> for me, the draw to libraries is they are. Well, first of all, they are one of the only free places left in America. They're the only place you can go into and not have to pay for a coffee, for a, a, an entrance ticket, a meal. You can just walk in and spend as much time as you want there. In a lot of ways, it's 
the same as a public park, except that mm -hmm. you have a ro roof over your head, you've got computer access, you've got Wi-Fi, you've got books. Um, so that is really big to me, but also libraries are becoming more and more a social service. Um, at our library, we have not only the library staff, but we bring in people from the outside to help connect people to social services. Mm -hmm. uh, we provide computer use for people who don't have computers. We have a law librarian on hand to help advise people with legal matters. So the library really is a cornerstone of our community and for those people who can't necessarily afford to go anywhere else. Mm, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it is great. That's really interesting. Also, the law librarian. That's the first yeah. time that. that's really interesting. It's one of the hardest things um, because just about anyone who walks into a library assumes that everyone who works there is a librarian, Yeah, which isn't true. Um, it takes a lot of hard work to earn the degree to be able to call yourself a librarian, but also everyone who walks into the library also assumes that anyone who works there is able to help them find whatever information that need, they need. Um, and so when it comes to legal matters, even certified librarians aren't necessarily allowed to give legal advice. It takes very specific people to be able to give that advice. But our goal is to almost act as a referral service and say, if you need legal advice, go see this person. If you need food or housing, we can connect you with these people. Wow, that's really cool. That is um, really cool. Have you seen that? Uh, there's a tweet that kind of like went viral. I think I showed it to Mickey. Um, but oh, yeah. it's that uh, my girlfriend regularly tells me if free public libraries didn't already exist and someone tried to invent them, they would be condemned as a socialist plot. And I think about that a lot. Oh, it's 100% true. The library right. is like one of the most socialist places in America. Mm. Isn't that kind of crazy to think about? Like if they didn't already exist, it's like they probably wouldn't. They would not. Uh, at all. Yeah. At all. It's a crazy and, idea. I mean, libraries are constantly having to defend themselves. Um, and our current administration has tried to cut library funding and has cut library, and library fun funding tremendously. Uh, that's all my questions. Yeah. Ryan, did you have a question? Yeah. Uh, I do have a question for you, Zach. Dewey Decimal System or Foggy Fractional System? Um, <laughs> foggy Fractional System? I do not know what the Foggy Fractional System is. <laughs> I think it's just a made-up word. <laughs> I also feel like... It's an alternative system to the Dewey Decimal System. You know, some, some libraries use the Dewey Decimal System. And I assume others probably use the Froggy Fraction. Foggy Fraction. Yeah, so my answer to this, not knowing what the Foggy Fractional System is, is the Foggy Fractional System. Cool. That does sound pretty great. The yeah. Dewey Decimal System is a racist piece of garbage. Mm. Oh, That is the correct answer. You won that question. Good job. Thank you. Dewey. Okay, I'm Do I get points for up. that? <laughs> You win the first. I, I don't know, Mickey. I haven't decided yet if my questions count for points. This is the second time it's come up. I think <laughs> <laughs> you've won Ryan's game. Ryan just wants points. Yes, I play a different right. game. Don't worry. It's going to be a whole B podcast. You can join that. 
I think Ryan is just making up words because I'm trying to Google this foggy fractional system and I'm not finding anything. Foggy <laughs> or foggy? The foggy fract because there's a dewy decimal system, so the decimals are very dewy, like a nice morning dew. But this is a foggy fractional system. We don't use decimals here; we're using fractions instead. See, and it's a foggy. You. It's more of a fog, like a morning fog, than a dew. I told you it was made up Ryan talk. <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to explain that because now that you have, it seems so obvious. <laughs> not connected at all. No. I was also hearing froggy though. I know I heard froggy, froggy a couple of times. <laughs> Parts of a frog. There's probably frogs about. <laughs> they like a, they like a yeah, moist habitat environment. <laughs> yeah. Also, frogs are thriving in both the Dewey Decimal System and the Foggy Fractional <laughs> System. They also like to read. Frogs? <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> they got those big old eyes that stick out the top of their head. They got to do something with them. They can turn the page. Might as well use them to scan little squiggly lines that represent words and thoughts and phrases. <laughs> On the frog note, let's get to the poems. For our warm-up game, there's no need for any pens or paper. Tonight's warm-up game is two truths and a lie brary. <laughs> That's right. So much like its more famous cousin, in Two Truths in a Library, we'll each think of two things that are truthful and one that's not truthful. And other poets will try and guess which one is the lie. However, our statements will all be about books we have read, including the lie. Then the other poets can try to convince you to read the book you haven't read. So we'll take a minute and everybody think of uh, what your Two Truths in the Library will be. Okay, you guys ready? I think I'm going to give us five more seconds. Yeah. Five, four, I'm ready. three, I'm ready. two, one. Okay, I'll go first. Okay. Ready? One. I, all through high school, never read a single book. Two. I have read Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Three. I have never read a comic book. I think I may have done this wrong. <laughs> I want to say if you, I hope you did it right because I want to say that you your lie is that you've read Harry Potter. I definitely agree with that. I was I, that was I also my you've never read a comic book. I've read hundreds of comic books. I don't know. Yeah, come on, <laughs> come on, Mickey. Mr. Mickey was right because my lie was I have never read a comic book. Mickey was right. Ha ha. Great. Uh, oh shit! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you sprung that one on me too fast, man. Yeah, I guess the way yeah. it's worded, I guess. You're all, we all got uh, He said he never read a He's comic book. Right. Yeah, and that was yeah. the one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going next? next? All right, I'll go next. Cool. I have three descriptions of books. Uh, one is a modern take on Shakespeare called Romeo and Julio. Ooh. The next one is just described as lesbian, necroman ne oh, lesbian necromancers in space. Oh. And the last one is an 
80-year-old Laos coroner just uh, solves the murders that he is solves the murders of the bodies that he is being a coroner to. That's like some eye zombie shit. <laughs> so one of these books is fake and two of these books are Correct. real. I like the way okay. Zach did this. This is incredible. Yeah. Okay, what was the first one again? Uh, Romeo and Julio, modern take on Shakespeare. I want that one to be real. Yeah, I'm, yeah I want to say that one's the fake one. Huh. I, th- I think it was... Did you say an, an eight year old? Oh, sorry. What, I was gonna say I think the Go second ahead. one's the the fake one. So, that was actually I was also gonna go with the second one, yeah. lesbians in space. Oh come on, that's yeah. That I've read that graphic novel. <laughs> Listen, lesbians in space, yes. Necromancers in space, yes. Lesbian necromancers in space. I don't know. It seems like a stretch. <laughs> what, was, what was the third one? You said an eighty-year-old louse. Eighty-year-old louse coroner. What is a Laos coroner? Like looking for uh, like from Lao. Oh, Laos. Oh, Laotian. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like a louse, like a like a lice, like no, a little bug no. with a little like. Oh, I was imagining funny, like so a crustacean. <laughs> Laotian, I guess. Oh, that makes more That's sense. And yet, I still picked lesbian necromancers uh-huh. as the fake one. one. I should examine that. Myself, I apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I bet I think it's Romeo and Julio is not the real one. All right, it is Romeo and Julio. That one is oh. the fake one. Yes, oh. I knew it. Write it, <laughs> write it, because it should be real. That title's too good to not be real. So the fact that you had so much more detail for the other two and not that one, mm. come on. <laughs> true. True. <laughs> Well, now I gotta ask yeah. you about lesbian uh, necromancers in space because I I should read yeah. that. <laughs> um, so it is a will be a trilogy. Uh, the second book just came out a month ago. The first one is called Gideon the Ninth. The oh yeah. Second one is called Harrow the Ninth. Dude, I've just pulled like three books. I, I pulled that book today as an order. <laughs> it's yeah, fantastic. I that one. Uh. Both of those books I ate through. They are amazing. Wow. Yeah, that also, one came right. out. Uh, Got some reading to do. Yes. The second yeah. one, uh, when I read it, it was the first time since I was a kid where I was like putting down the book to look up words. She yeah. uses <laughs> such a cool vocabulary in that second book. Hmm. Yeah, no, I remember when that one came out. I didn't know what it was about, obviously, but I remember seeing it in the gold room all the time. It looks really cool. Wow. Well, I guess uh, unless one of you guys wants to go, I'll go, go next. It. Yeah, it sounds like you. Um, mine are very not as exciting as Zach's. Yeah, really. <laughs> um, so mine are... Uh, I thought Twilight was poorly written when I was in high school when Twilight was very popular and all my friends were reading it. Um, Mm -hmm. I love Infinite Jest, one of my top 10 books. Uh, Or I read The Great Gatsby on my own accord, not in high school, not forced to read it. Definitely the second one. Definitely. It was dripping with sarcasm when you said it. Yeah, can't confirm. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I, 
Why would you read a door stop? I don't understand. <laughs> Why would you read a door stop? Infinite Jest is a good book. How do you do that? Yeah. Don't repeat that. <laughs> it is. I'm not saying it's the greatest book ever written of all time. It's still a good book. <laughs> it's fine. All right. All right. I'll, I'll go. <laughs> uh, all right. Mine are all, mine are all, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, first, first one. Animorphs gave me nightmares. Uh, second one. I was in a club that made up titles and drew covers for new Goosebumps books. Oh, that's cool. That seems legit. Uh, number three. Uh, I once changed the words to uh, Miss Jackson to be about a character from All Quiet on the Western Front. I'm sorry, Miss Jackson, about All Quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> I, I think the third one. I think the third one, The other two one, are just yeah. so Ryan. They're just I know. so good. I guess I'll, I guess I'll uh, also say the third one because the other two are very you. Uh, you're all wrong. Uh, the, the lie was actually that Animorphs gave me nightmares. Well, that is like body horror. Uh, I never had a nightmare about it. I actually love those books. <laughs> I was, God damn it. I should have went with my gut. Why did I have to go with you guys? <laughs> I'm such a sheep. Uh, peer pressure. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll get this over with here. Uh, first one, my favorite book is The Phantom Tollbooth. Second one, I've read every Jack Kerouac book. And then third, in the past year, I've read three books on puns and two on pigeons. Oh, one? Mm. Maybe. Damn. What were the title of the pigeon books? Oh, I can't even remember now. Um, well, it's number one. I'm so bad with titles and remembering what they're. If I had the cover, I'd see it. But um, yeah, something like that. <laughs> I'm I'm voting first one. I, I can't remember what the first one was. Oh, told this my favorite book. Yeah, I've read every okay. Jack Kerouac mm. book. Or that I've read three books on puns and two books on pigeons in the past year. Oh, maybe it's the second one, and there's still one Jack Kerouac book you haven't read. I think it's the Kerouac. That was my that was my gut instinct. I was gonna say that. All right, is that all the votes in? Uh, yes, you all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the second one. <laughs> I haven't read every Jack Kerouac book. <laughs> I can't remember the pigeon books I read. The pigeon one rang true for me for no, sure. Exactly. I was like, yeah. It's like there's one like those about like racing pigeons and like one about like Is it like pigeon doesn't drive the bus or no, something no, like no. that? <laughs> Legitimate. Like a like a like a World War One like pigeon message delivery like saved like it was, the, it's the like a history book about pigeons and stuff, yeah. Ah, so the history of pigeons. I don't remember. What it was. Is it called Cuckoo Cool Pigeons? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys got me. Yeah, Cuckoo about pigeons. You puns. Uh, all right. Well, now that we're all checked in, everybody grab a pen and a piece of paper. Pull yourself a tall glass of something strong. It's time for our first round. I'm drinking matcha green tea. To get started, everyone write down a number between 1 and 99. 
You got it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next to that number, a number between one and nine. Okay. Now, you're going to pass this single digit number to the poemist below you alphabetically. So I apologize if Dewey Decimal is racist and a terrible person. But you know what? He made a system for the library that we still use. It's on theme. Yeah, Mickey and I didn't know enough about Dewey, so we just went yeah. with it. Should have went with that froggy fractional froggy, system. We're back to froggy. <laughs> froggy, froggy. <laughs> We can just call it the froggy fractional system now. Right. It's foggy. Fraction. It's the frugs. It's, uh, it, the foggy. alliteration's fighting my own mouth. <laughs> it's like alliteration or pun. What do you want? What at all? Why can't we have everything? Uh, yeah, so there's two numbers that we've received combined uh, correlate to a Dewey Decimal section at the library. This section will be your section for poems tonight. You can interpret it as you like, much like the themes with the Deep Overstock Literary Journal. Oh. So, so all of our poems are in this theme? Yes. Mm. Cool. So in round one, we'll be playing a game we call Dewey's Display. Think about the books in your section. Are they big hard covers? I think beverage technology, yes. Do they have small words? <laughs> Any pictures? Write a list of up to five titles of books in your section, describing them with a paired rhyming line, A, A, B, B, C, C, D, D, E, E. And listeners, you can pause here if you'd like to write along with us. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio, so pause now and give yourself five minutes at home. Or, more if you need it, we won't know. If you're writing along tonight, you can send your poems to poems, P-O-M-E-S, at deepoversock.com, and we might read them on a future episode. That's it. We'll be right back after this. All right, poems, ready, drink, poem. Let's get to the readings. Uh, so, Bobby, if you want to start us off, uh, tell us what section you had and then what titles are in your section. Well, I was very happy to get a three. I ended up with 66.3, which is beverage technology. And what is the blanket? Is it just technology? What's the blanket term? Oh, for 66? 66. 66. Uh, that was... Yeah. I lost it. Uh... Is it something like that. Yeah. Might be. Chemical engineering. Okay, so I've got beverage technology. Yeah, the beverage engineering. technology. Sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I kind of lost the plot in this, but Pour Some Sugar in Me by E.T. Starman. Run of the Mill, Small Technology for Sweet Mustached Barman. Oh, sorry, State of the Mill. My Nozzle's Full of Gunk. Oh, no. Pzz, pzz, my Nozzle's Full of Gunk. Oh, no. Undue stress on today's beverage handling. Oh, I meant to cross that one out. Tips to keep your beverage in the cup and off the flow. <laughs> Ten million things I didn't need to know about the. Oh yeah, sorry about the advantages. The advantages of 
screw top bottles in relation to freshness. Uh, one thing you've always wanted to know about the beverage business. Blue bottles, clear bottles, green bottles, sweet fizzing crystal orange sugar tickling our glottles. 99 bottles of beer on the wall, 99 bottles of beer, take one down, pass it around, 98 bottles of beer on... That doesn't rhyme, does it? <laughs> well, there we go. Okay. <laughs> All right. That was my attempt. I like that you used glottals in there. It's impressive. Thank you. But between glottal and throttles, I couldn't. I'm thinking motorcycle. Uh, all right, Hannah, that brings us to you. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I had, uh, what did I say? 64, four or 60, however you say it, 64.4, uh, sure. which was like household yeah. utilities. Okay. Um, okay. So how to fix your electricity. Buying candles is the key. <laughs> uh, <laughs> batteries got you down. Throw those bad boys on the ground. <laughs> uh, live off the grid. First step, get rid of your kids. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they use too much electricity. Um, technology is bad. Kick it to the curb and no more sad. <laughs> Uh, why why you don't need utilities live off the land if you please I like that all your household utilities titles were all about not like anti household utilities using electricity I know well like when I googled it I mean the way that these books sounded was very anti like you know, living so, off the grid. Those books exist. Stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> somebody uh, got some mail. Oh, no, that was sorry. I was plugging in my computer again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, I'll read next. Uh, my section was glass. So here's my titles and descriptions. I see through use. A Bostonian look at glass use. <laughs> Clear as day. Glass cleaners <laughs> for pay. Looking in from the out. How to be a peeping Tom without doubt. Work your glasses off. LASIK isn't so tough. Don't be a pain. Window installs for the sane. And that's it. <laughs> I like that. It was very uh, William yes, Carlos yes, Williams. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. How about uh, Ryan now? All right, I had HVAC, so uh, heating, ventilating, and air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, so here, here's what's in my library section: uh, the foggy fractional system. How to in, in how to incrementally humidify and moisten. <laughs> uh, is it hot in here, or is the AC fucked? An erotic manual for turning the heat up. I'm just venting and blowing off steam, fixing your vents when you feel mean. Uh, vent capitalist 
Heating and cooling your investments. And lastly, cat in the vent. Removing the smell because you rent. Oh, wow. Man, you don't know shit about cats. So you gotta get the book. <laughs> yeah, cats in your walls. Charlie Day. Uh, awesome. All right, cool. Uh, how about you, Zach? All right. Uh, so I had primary education 372. Uh, the first one is just one long title. When one plus one equals lots of fun. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and then try not to cry a first day guide. <laughs> Pass the wine. How to teach fine. <laughs> Just show a movie, how to sub like a beauty. And then Alphabet Soup, a teacher's guide to poop. All right, well, great work, everybody. Now that we've heard everyone's poems, we're going to award those long-awaited points. Tonight's points will be in late fees. Tell us what the poemist, or sorry, yeah, tell us how many weeks late the poemist is and what their total fine is. So, Bobby, what late fees are you giving to whom? To whom? I got to give them to Ryan. That was incredible. I'm thinking, I'm thinking three summers worth of uh, oh a rare, yeah, a rare uh, copy of Study in Scarlet. So they're they're pretty pissed. <laughs> For that wonderful. <laughs> well, you know, it was uh, it was just such an engaging read. Oh yeah, we got to find those bad guys. So I think that that's probably what accrues maybe thirteen dollars and seventy two cents. Right. Awesome. For for three summers, that's like nine. Months. Well, I like how it's just the summer too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I only need. That. <laughs> well maybe maybe he checks it out like every um every june <laughs> no, back every september i check it out on the summer solstice and i, I bring it back on the fall equinox yeah. every year <laughs> disguise every time <laughs> i thought we told you not to come back here I mean, there's another one there. that was my brother um i think i'm gonna give um can i give points there's no rule against it that's right um i'm gonna give a month's worth of late fees to ryan uh and then a month's worth of Mm. late fees to zach what's that total up to Oh, um, I don't know. I am pretty good with turning in my books on time, so I don't really know what late fees are. I've been to a library. God damn it, man. I'm never going to live that down now. Shouldn't have said anything. Hannah, the one who hates libraries, Colin. Write this down for next yeah. week's intro. I, I never have. <laughs> 
literally love going to libraries. Still has a library card. Now I've never, apparently, I've never been in one and hate them. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say if if nine months is thirteen dollars, I'm gonna say like a month is like a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> Two bucks. Right, Two bucks for right. each of them. Uh, oh man, Ryan's was so good. Um, I hate to just keep piling late fees on you. Uh, <laughs> I, I, yeah i just really love the the cat in the wall the hvac when is it the heat hot in here or is it just the ac it's, it's all great um i'm gonna give you six dollars and 90 cents in late fees um nice. yeah and that's that's actually just the overnight hey, late fee. Yeah. You just didn't return it for 24 hours then <laughs> we do it by the hour at my library wait <laughs> no you wait, can't can change the rules my um no. <laughs> <laughs> i want to change my my late fee amount uh, to four dollars and 20 cents okay <laughs> just <laughs> really... for ryan Zach only has to Zach pay $2. discounted late fee. <laughs> Ryan has to pay double that. Yeah, Zach has discounted. That's true. He works at the library. I can't get late fees. He gets a discount. No, no, no. <laughs> you can't treat me any different just because <laughs> I work at the library. Okay, okay. Right, totally Four dollars and twenty cents for the both of us. Four, four twenty for, for, for Zach everybody. too. <laughs> uh oh, cool. So Ryan, late fees. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mickey, I was really tickled by uh, I, I see through yous. <laughs> that, got, that got me. And it, it, I kept I kept that book so long, but I checked it out under your name and you got uh, you got fifteen dollars and thirty five cents in late fees for that. Right. It's worth it. Yeah, that one's a classic. So. Yeah. Uh, cool. So Zach. <laughs> All right. So I also am going to give late fees to two people. Uh, Ryan, it's very obvious that you had your HVAC manual out <laughs> for like a year. <laughs> There's no way you could have come up with those otherwise. Um, but lucky, li luckily for you, or maybe unluckily, Beaverton, we cap our uh, late fees at five dollars. So you just, just five dollars. <laughs> yeah oh man i know where i'm checking out books now I'm not bringing them back now hannah you also got some late fees i think yours was probably out for 12 days with that uh nice, so nice. i think that comes to three dollars okay thank you mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> oh you know what i also i also wanted to give some late fees to hannah for um off the grid with no kids i forgot about that i also I really enjoyed that book a lot. That was that was like a twenty dollar late fee. Wow. That one that was oh, a real page man. turn. Damn. Okay. Uh. All right. Cool. We're gonna move right along into round two with a game called "What's That Book?" But that's Wook. What that's Wook? <laughs> Library patrons don't know what they want, even when they think. They know what they want. For this poem, oh, take true? one of the titles. It's too true. 
take one of the titles you thought of from your section in round one, so one of the ones you just wrote, and switch out a few of the letters to make an entirely different book. A patron has approached you looking for this new book with the wrong title, obviously. So describe this book, or describe this experience as a book blurb poem in five lines, free verse. Is it the experience or the book? Uh, well, let's decide. Do you want to do the experience? I guess we could do the experience since it's about more about the person being the wrong title. Or street. Oh, I'm just, we'll go with whatever you have. Oh, well, well, the one I had was uh, described as wrong book now. Oh, okay, okay. So there, okay, gotcha. So, oh, and so we are being the patron describing the book? Uh, yeah, yeah. So this this person comes up and is like, "Oh, I'm looking for. It's not a tale of two kitties. It's the sale of two kitties, which is you know a local pet owner has a sale on two for one deals on cats. And so you're just describing this wrong book. Okay. So so um. trying to think of an example that i could use well yeah so you're taking like instead of like yeah so like instead of like technology is bad you could say like technology is sad um it's about the it's a book about how technology makes you cry or something like that yeah something like that yeah sad bad example but and are these new books still supposed to be in our section? Uh, yeah, so I think the idea is that they're convinced that they're like, this book is there. Right, it's, it's an like actual it's book an actual and they're describing book. it as if it should be in your section. But they have the wrong title, you know, the wrong information, obviously, because customers, you know. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Are we so as far as like the actual poem, or are we just like redoing the title and then redoing another? Um, I mean, it's not redoing the. It's like a. I guess maybe yeah. You want to describe like the interaction? Would that be better in five lines? Okay. Yeah. Does it have to be rhyming again? No. Like, yeah, it's good anyway. free verse. Yeah. So this customer okay. comes up to you or. Yeah, well, you can do more if you lines. want. You know, it's, it's poems, but okay. shoot for five lines, I guess. Yeah. Cool. Wait, five lines of sorry. Yeah. Five lines of the of the of like a back and However forth between librarian yeah, so and customer interaction of this person coming and looking for this obviously raw book, then describing the book to you. Okay, I I thought for yeah. were you writing it from the perspective of the whichever way of the customer or the library? I'm sorry. Okay, right. And no rhymes. Rhymes not necessary. Okay, cool. Let's go with that. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, if you're writing along at home, go ahead and pause here. We'll give ourselves five minutes in the studio. And stay tuned for our halftime show. All right. Ready? Drink.
poem. For tonight's halftime show, we're going to find all the couples making out behind the stacks of books. There's one. <laughs> oh, I, th- I think I see another one. Hello. Uh, let's go over here. Uh, let's look behind the dictionaries. There's one. Guys <laughs> kicked out of the library. What's, what's that sound? What's that horrible sound? Ryan? <laughs> I'm not looking behind that stack of books. Ew. Let's <laughs> get back to round two. And we're back. Awesome. So this time we'll be reading in reverse alphabetical order, starting with Zach. Okay, so the book they were looking for, wait, should I tell you what the original book was or just the title of the new book or the the misquoted title? Uh, Oh, both, maybe. Both. Okay. The original book was Just Show a Movie. They come asking for Just Light a Doobie. (laughs) (laughs) A Stoner's Guide to Preschool, or How to Not Look Like a Tool While Smoking in the Break Room or Next to the Janitor's Broom. Never mind, I'll find it on my own time. (laughs) Nice. That's fantastic. I feel like a lot of teachers are doing that when they're on Zoom. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Who can handle the Zoom more? (laughs) Yeah. All right, Ryan. All right, uh, so my customer came in looking for the cat in the vent, uh, but what they asked for was the cat in the vat. On a rainy day, a whimsical cat tries to entertain two children, but ends up destroying the house with his two things. In retaliation, they murder the cat and dispose of him in a vat of acid. (laughs) It's a kid's guide to clearing the scene about two kids who murder a cat and his things. He comes unannounced and ready to pounce, but they knock off his hat and toss him in a vat. Wow. <laughs> I think we need to take uh, I think we need to take Fred away from Ryan. I'm worried about his safety. <laughs> so the, the two things, the the dogs. Is that the? He's got you know he's got one thing and two yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, the customer came in, uh, supposed to be looking for "Don't be a pain," but they were asking for "Won't see a mane." Uh, a man on safari refuses to see the lions. Elephants, fine. Hippos, sure, but no big cats. They scare him. And just when his wife and therapist convince him, he accidentally breaks his glasses and must learn glasses repair on the go. Skillful man. Yeah. <laughs> I love refusing okay, so to see I a totally lion. I'm not going near that thing. 
Uh, I totally misinterpreted this because you mentioned it being kind of like an interaction between you and the the library and the customer. Oh, yeah, it could be that. Um, (laughs) Poems can be this. Um, So it's kind of like a back and forth um, between customer and librarian. Cool. Um, I'm looking for a book called How to Licks Your Electricity. It's about licking batteries, I guess. Do you mean, uh, sorry, do you mean fix your electricity? No, you're wrong. I'm obviously right. (laughs) Oh, I see. You must lick a lot of batteries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's kind of the route that I took. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. Oh, let's say how to lick your electricity. How to lick your electricity. Okay, my original title was uh, "Pour some sugar in me," and now my new title: the customer came in looking for some sugar on poor me. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up every morning, my apartment a series of <clears throat> rolling dunes of sugar, running to catch the bus. The sugar melts and becomes a glaze, as if I am a giant donut. The people. Almost unable to contain themselves, sit very far away and suck on their own salty fingers. I sit in the call center, making returns until the lizards find me. Some only poke their tongues against my ankle. Some get stuck to my back and eventually die there or are picked off by other stronger lizards. By the end of the day, no matter how sticky I am, I clock off and lie down in the aviary, waiting for the parakeets. (laughs) <laughs> wow. that is poetry yeah, sugar poetry <laughs> uh, alright cool so uh, Zach you have the tasks now of being the first one to give out late fees oh my god but there were so many good poems today <laughs> um, I think Bobby, just for the waiting for the parakeets, that ending, beautiful. <laughs> Definitely think that's like a dollar twenty-five in late fees right there. Yes, just definitely a dollar twenty-five. Solid, perfect dollar twenty-five. Uh, yeah, and I think you know Ryan for nailing the dark Doctor Seuss. <laughs> mm, yeah, really good. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. also like a dollar thirty there. Nice. Ooh. I should have I should have written it in a in a Seussian fashion. I I, I, I I see that now looking back. Hindsight twenty twenty. <laughs> cool. Oh, it's my turn to give out late fees. Uh, <laughs> Bobby, I'm giving I'm giving you one I'm giving you one cent for every grain of sugar in the dunes of sugar that you described. <laughs> Spice. Yeah, (laughs) I, I was. It was so hard holding back the laughter while you were reading it because I didn't want to fuck up the podcast. (laughs) So yeah, I don't. That adds up probably to like for one cent for every grain, probably like I don't know, like thirty bucks, right? That's a great deal. That's a person person worth of sugar. Person. (laughs) <laughs> like we're giving out sand again. 
<laughs> sugar grains. <laughs> Pennies for your sugar. Uh, Hannah, I'm going to give you like $5.23 because uh, I feel like that, that was just a very real, very visceral real. interaction. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like somebody at Palace has had that. Yeah. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Go look some batteries now. If you need books <laughs> on how to re- lick batteries, then you know you're. You're doing it you're, wrong. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, is it my turn? Yeah. To okay. Um. I'm going to also give Bobby um, some wait fees because uh, that was quite beautifully written. I don't know what the fuck was happening, but I liked it. <laughs> and I feel like that's the best way to describe all of Bobby's poems. <laughs> it's over now. And... <laughs> you know it's true. <laughs> um, that's true. I'm going to say um, $3.23 worth of late fees. Hell oh, okay. yeah. Kind of a rip off yeah, of my late fees, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? I gave you $5.23. You gave him $3.23. Oh my god, I didn't even like. <laughs> Jesus. That was some like. It's fine, it's written down. It's Big down brain now. shit. Sorry. <laughs> Big brain shit. All right, all right, all right. $3.43. Nope. Too late. you too late. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm going to give Zach $3.38 because very true to life. I've got many family members who are teachers and also parents, and they're like, yep, we just start on the weekends. We just start drinking at 10 a.m. now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Bobby. (laughs) Thank you, Zach. Okay. All right. Round three. Here we come. For this round, we'll play Check Me Out. For this poem, we'll write from a book's perspective, trying to get someone to check them out and take them home. There are thousands of books at a library. How can one book stand out? Luckily, our books can write sonnets. That's right. We're writing a sonnet. And that's a 14-line poem in two parts. The first is eight lines in two four-line stanzas. The second part is six lines in one four-line stanza and a couplet. So we'll be doing A, B, A, B, C, D, C, D, E, F, E, F, G, G. All right, everybody. Drink, set, boom! This time we're going to be reading in a uh, point order. And so with the fewest late fees, uh, actually, never mind. Zach, you are the one of the fewest late fees. Look at you. <laughs> All right. All right. I thought it was it's me. But, uh, All right. Two shoes library in here. I got it. <laughs> Done. Right. This is absolutely definitely not in the primary education <laughs> section. Not one bit. All right. My spine is so hard, and your eyes are lingering. One swipe of your library card, and my pages you'll be fingering. 
Oh my god. Like an Atlas, but got moves like Browning. Don't think me tactless. It's my pages you'll be counting. I've got so much knowledge, but plot that you'll need. You'll find me spread out at college. You just need to learn to read. Don't make me pout. Check me out. Oh shit. Damn. Damn. That's gonna get some points. Oh yeah. Okay, when are we doing when are we gonna do an erotic late night poems night? This is it. We might do it. This is it. (laughs) Welcome. Do the late late night poems. Oh, shit. The late night poems after show come up right after this. The late night poems after show. Uh, late night poems after show. <laughs> I miss those commercials. Oh, yeah. Those are great those commercials. Are great. Call me now, and I'll read oh, you a poem. Yeah, I, I love that. At 1900 P-O-M-E-X-X-X. Can we, uh... Can we bring those Bobby Valentine's Day videos around again, or what? Oh, February yes! Right around the corner. Yeah. Let's make some more of this. Those are fun. More for the podcast. Yeah, let's just yeah. do more commercials in general, actually. They're hilarious. We can do that for our YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, definitely. Be fun. We can all get together in the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Why not? We'll figure something yeah. out. Uh, all right, cool. So I will read next, as I have the next least amount here's my glass book sonnet see me see me see me i am here collecting dust waiting for someone strong like a tree but careful gentle with me you must i'm fragile i'm made of glass coincidentally on glass making i need to take things slow not fast my pages are here for your taking. Open me up, devour my words, rip my cover off, read me in bed, learn to melt sand into glass birds. Tell me glass is better than lead. I'm transparent, my spine is ready. Check me out and call me Glass Daddy. <laughs> oh, shit. Dude, why what? are your poems so sexual, you guys? You're trying to get someone to check you out. Check me yeah. out. God, is yours not? Mine's kind of sad. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, good intro because uh, now it's you, Hannah. All right. Yeah, mine's kind of more of like a sad story. Um. Okay. My name is Technology is Bad. I sit with my friends watching them go. I wait and wait all day I'm sad. Why can't I be picked up from down low? People walk by with their iPhones and iPads. Can't they see books are smarter than that? One day I'll be picked by some lads. I'll fill their heads, information so fat. Please, please pick me. Amongst the rest, someday soon you'll see that I'm really the best. iPhones will die, and I'll forever be by your side. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like an updated page master. <laughs> that's great. Uh, all right, cool. And now, next up, just 
barely behind is Ryan. All right. Uh, so my book's in uh, HVAC repair section. Check me out. You won't regret. Please don't pout. We'll fix your vent. Pick me. Let's go. We'll cool your home. Don't say no, or I'll crack your dome. Uh, too cold, but I can help. Time to be bold. Just say, well, I won't despair. I found a guide to HVAC repair. Oh, my God. Wow. Damn. We were com complaining about how long the process was, but these are some of the best poems. Right? It's worth it. <laughs> They're so it's good. They're so good. Damn. I don't even know who I'm going to give points to. Uh, Dang. Okay. Well, apparently you can give points to multiple people now. And it's a yeah. secret. You can't tell everybody. <laughs> yeah, rule breaker. Uh, all right, Bobby, your turn. Okay. My book is in the beverage technology section. And the title is psst, psst, My Nozzle's Full of Gunk. Oh no! Okay. I will pucker your lips and knock out your teeth. Fill my cup. I am so strong, in fact, I can even dissolve beef. Fill it up, fill it up. I am with you at the movies on your dates and in your dreams. Oh, chug, 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 chug. I am flavored with a root, with an orange, with many creams. Blah, 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 blah. I know you might think you're better on a diet, chilled on ice, but when we're together, why try to fight it? Oh, tastes nice. Uh, oh, damn it. Oh, it's true. There aren't, as they say, so many fish in the sea, but there are, you know. It's okay. Hundreds of millions of boxes of me. That was it. <laughs> That's great. Fill me up, fill me up. <laughs> uh, okay, so we can, yeah, yeah, so we can award. One last round of uh, late fee given. Zach? I'm going to give late fees to Hannah. She obviously <laughs> has had Sylvia Plath pack, checked out way too long. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like fourteen dollars of Sylvia Plath in there. Dang. Damn. Okay. You went past the max, Anna. How'd you do that? I don't know. I don't know. It was just too much fun. So much fun. Uh, cool. Well, I'm gonna give some late fees to Zach for. Uh, although Bobby's was semi-erotic, I think Zach and I really, you know, were the only ones that really went full erotic with ours. And I really appreciated that's true. that. That's true. Uh, so Zach, I'm giving you sixty nine dollars and four hundred and twenty cents of late fees. <laughs> so that's seventy three twenty altogether. That's good. Hmm. Damn. Um, I think I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm also gonna give Zach um fifty. Dollars worth. <laughs> I know. I'm trying it's to highly it on him. Um, because I'm trying to make a Fifty Shades of Grey <laughs> reference. Um, I'll just say fifty cents because I feel like that's a more oh, wow. reasonable uh, late fee instead of fifty dollars. I feel like that's <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Um, but there's how many books are there? There's uh, okay, three fifty in uh, late fees. Because there's three Fifty Shades of Grey nice. books. 
All right, all right. Just Mickey, just cut out the earlier stuff and just put that. Oh in. no, it's staying. In. It's staying. In. <laughs> Act like as if I know what I'm doing. If my mistakes have to stay in, then yours do too. <laughs> okay, I think, I think because Ryan, I think had the most pleasurable rhyme scheme out of all of them, <laughs> and because Hannah had the most earnest tone, and it was the most memorable tone, I think, out of the poems. Oh. I'm going to give them both, um, let's see, uh, 2750 in late fees. Both you get 2750. Um, but then because Zach and Mickey's were so, so erotic, so <laughs> erotic, that multiple counties have actually been talking about uh, revoking their library cards altogether. <laughs> so, so just to dissuade them from uh, renting out anymore. Yeah, you don't want us returning those uh, books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> funny use out of these. I think uh, they're going to get um, fees of Sixty-eight, ninety-nine. <laughs> <laughs> right under, right under the line <laughs> for just one more day. <laughs> uh, I've also got to dole out some some uh, late fees to to Mickey and Zach on that round because those are those are books that don't want to be brought back, baby. Those late late into the night uh so you guys both get uh the very sexy amount of uh you know 42 dollars <laughs> wow the sexiest That's number all right cool so let me do some quick math here see which of us okay. is not going to be welcome back to the library <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. It's probably going to be Hannah. We do know she hates the no. library. No. <laughs> Hannah's never come back to the library uh, by choice. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think the last time we went to the library was the last time that Mickey had to uh, take his car into the Toyota dealership because there's the Multnomah County Library like right across the street. And we have to like waste time, and so we go in there and dick around. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I went to a library was to drop off a ballot. Oh. Mm. I'd missed the mailing deadline, but the the library was right down the street, and they very conveniently had a ballot drop off nice. box. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to do that again soon. <laughs> very soon. Woo-hoo! Hopefully, uh, they don't get all uh, rigged. <laughs> Well, this is the moment. You know what? We're, we're due for a win in 2020. We, we've had a hard year. We're we're ready for the tides to turn around. It's the gonna be the only way we can get the win is if everyone votes. So, anyone listening to this, go out and vote. Exactly. True. You hear that, mom? Vote your little. All right, I'm ready for it, guys. Uh, tonight. We'll just go with the winner being with the one with the most late fees, because that's how it works, right? Uh, even though, Bobby, <laughs> you have the fewest amount totally. of late fees, so you feel pretty proud of yourself. What? 34.48. Bastards. <sighs> that's pretty good. 
It's pretty good life. Well, I'm well. pretty good if it was real life. This is not real life. It's poems, after all. Thank you for the reminder, Hannah. Uh, And then Ryan came out with a total of 58.62 tonight. Hey! Not bad. Hannah! I hate (laughs) back on time. Hannah, I'm not even joking. You ended up with 69.73. <laughs> nice. nice. Let's go. Um, and then, yeah, the really round three just brought it back for Zach and I. Uh, I ended up with one twenty-seven thirty-four, but tonight Damn. with one fifty-four twenty-seven in what? late fees. Zach Wagman. Wow. Dang. Hey guys, well I done. don't think I can go back to work now. This is just- <laughs> I think that means you're fired. I think I just lost my job. Don't let them listen to this. (laughs) Do we clap? (laughs) They're going to be like, wait, does he really have that much in late fees? Uh, What? (laughs) Do an audit. I should post that in the episode description. (laughs) Featuring Zach (laughs) with 150 (laughs) dollars. Yeah, it's like we can make it like in the clickbait. Zach Wagman lost his job. <laughs> Local librarian loses <laughs> job over late fees. You won't believe how much. <laughs> uh, well, Bobby, he might have lost his job, but what did Zach win tonight? Well, Zach, Zach is taking home a pair of reading glasses, but they're actually x-ray specs so that he can see past the cover. So you won't judge a book by it. That's Sorry, amazing, Bobby. Thank you so much. Unfortunately, yeah. as a person working at the library, I cannot accept this wonderful gift, so I'm going to have to give it back <laughs> to the public, I guess. Huh. Okay, everybody gets a free pair of extras backs. <laughs> yep. Expect them Yay. in the mail. What if, what if we just put it in like the book return thing? Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> It'll sit in our lost and found forever, and yeah. Perfect. Alright. Settled. But, um, Everyone else, don't worry, because we can all collect our prizes. We're not working for the government or whatever. And we're not going away empty-handed. Tonight, each of us is going to be going away with a pair of dog-eared books. They're a little chewed on and slobbery, but first of all, someone has bent all the corners of the pages instead of using a bookmark. How very rude. Hey, I hate it. it. That's it for tonight's thanks to tonight's poemists, Hannah Collins, Ryan Sprinkle, and our special guest, Z.B. Wagman. A quick reminder that Zach is a host on our sister podcast, Deep Overstock Fiction. Listen to it! Mickey, do we have any parting words for our cast tonight? I don't know. I just like listening to you whisper a yell. That's that's lovely. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yes. So for parting words tonight, to say farewell, everyone is actually going to whisper something that you shouldn't do in a library. Bobby? I really like the idea of everyone getting together and building furniture together with the saw, you know, and the light taps of the hammer, just doing it as quietly as possible, and then all sitting down in all these brand new chairs together. Beautiful. Ryan? Thanks. Um, Please do not rehearse your stage production of Stomp in the library. (laughs) 
Uh, Zach? <laughs> Look up porn on the public computers. We can see you doing it. Just stop, please. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Hannah? Um, I really enjoy the show Silent Library, where people would make other people try to laugh. And if they laughed, they lost. And if they didn't, I assume that they won money. So I'd like to do something on that show and try to make someone laugh and make them lose money. <laughs> Beautiful. It's a delightful show. Mm-hmm. I love that show. Uh, one last thing that you shouldn't be doing in the library. Oh, Mickey. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> Is uh, trying to use the foggy. What's Mickey's? What's Mickey's? The foggy fractional system, replacing the Dewey Decimal system with the foggy fractional system. You just sh- shouldn't do that. Because it's a made up. <laughs> no one would be able to find anything in there. The books would be sweaty, slippery. Uh, but there you have it, folks. Probably a little see three in front of you. John Q. Foggy. What was that, Ryan? <laughs> John Q. Foggy oh, okay. was a nice guy. Maybe we least. should replace it then. He wasn't a racist. <laughs> uh, well, there you have it, folks. Now, go pay your taxes and support your library. Thank you for listening. Bye now. You've been listening to Late Night Poems Radio. Our intro song is Night Owl by Broke for Free. And our music interlude is Go to the Picnic by Loyalty Freak Music, used under Creative Commons license and the public domain, respectively. Late Night Poems is brought to you by Deep Overstock. Submissions are currently open for their 11th issue, Animals. Find out more information at deepoverstock.com. See you next time on Late Night Poems. <laughs>